Lines on maps didn't make borders, Driscoll knew, especially in Indian country like this. He'd check his GPS equipment to be sure of his position, but latitude and longitude really didn't matter to his mission. What mattered was where they were headed, regardless of where it fell on the map. The local population knew little about borders, and didn't especially care. For them, reality was which tribe you were in, which family you were a part of, and which flavor of Muslim you were. Here, memories lasted a hundred years, and the stories even longer, and grudges even longer than that. The locals still boasted that their ancestors had driven Alexander the Great out of the country, and some of them still remembered the names of the warriors who had bested the Macedonian spearmen, who had, up until then, conquered every other place they'd wandered into. Most of all, though, the locals spoke of the Russians, and how many of those they'd killed, mostly by ambush, some with knives, face to face. They smiled and laughed with those stories, legends passed on from father to son. Driscoll doubted the Russian soldiers who made it out of Afghanistan did much laughing about the experience. No, sir, these were not nice folks he knew. They were scary tough, hardened by weather, war, famine, and just generally trying to stay alive in a country that seemed to be doing its best to kill you most of the time. Driscoll knew he ought to feel some sympathy for them. God had just dealt them a bad hand, and maybe that wasn't their fault. But it wasn't Driscoll's fault either, nor his concern. They were enemies of Driscoll's country, and the powers that be had pointed the stick at them and ordered go, and so here they were. That was the central truth of the moment, the reason he was in these goddamn mountains. One more ridge was the other central truth, especially here, it seemed. They'd legged it fifteen clicks, almost all of it uphill, and over sharp rock and scree since they'd hopped off the CH-47 Chinook helicopter, a Delta variant, the only one at their disposal that could handle the altitude here. There. The ridge line. Fifty meters. Driscoll slowed his pace. He was walking point, leading the patrol as the senior NCO present, with his men stretched out a hundred meters to his rear, alert, eyes sweeping left and right, up and down, M4 carbines at ready low and trained at their sectors. They expected there to be a few sentries on the ridgeline. The locals might be uneducated in the traditional sense, but they weren't stupid by any measure, which was why the rangers were running this op at night. 0144, or a quarter to two in the morning, according to his digital watch. No moon tonight, and high clouds thick enough to block whatever light came from the stars. Good hunting weather, he thought. His eyes traced more down than up. He didn't want to make any noise, and noise came from the feet. One damned rock kicked loose and rolling down the hillside could betray them all. Couldn't have that, could he? Couldn't waste the three days and fifteen miles it had taken them to get this close. Twenty meters to the ridge line, Sixty feet. His eyes searched the line for movement. Nothing close. A few more steps, looking left and right. His noise-suppressed carbine cradled to his chest at ready low, finger resting lightly on the trigger, just enough to know it was there. It was hard to explain to people how hard this was. How tiring and debilitating far more so than a fifteen-mile hike in the woods, knowing there might be someone with an AK-47 in his hands and his finger on a trigger, the selector switch set to full auto, 
ready to cut your ass in half. His men would take care of such a person, but that wouldn't do him any good, Driscoll knew. Still, he consoled himself if it happened. The odds were that he wouldn't even know it. He'd dispatched enough enemies to know how it worked. One moment you're stepping forward, eyes scanning ahead, ears tuned, listening for danger. The next, nothing. Death. Driscoll knew the rule out here, in the Badlands, in the dead of night. Slow is fast. Move slow. Walk slow. Step carefully. It had served him well low these many years. Just six months earlier, he'd finished third in the best ranger competition, the Super Bowl of Special Operations Troops. Driscoll and Captain Wilson, in fact, entered his Team 21. The captain had to be pissed at the broken leg. He was a pretty good ranger.